Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Put your hands together for Jesus. Lift your hands and let us pray. Draw me close to you. Lift your hands, let us pray. Pray that God through his word will draw you close to him. Draw us close to him. That he'll draw us close to him through his word, through his spirit. Through his word and through his spirit, we'll be drawn closer to God. In the name of Jesus. To hear you say that Draw us to you, Lord. Draw us to you. You are Nobody, babe, Amen. 
Great, 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 great. Well, it's good to see you. Um, hello to you all at home. It's a blessing to come through to you tonight. I know God has something special for you. Amen. Amen. We continue with our study on backsliding. Everybody say backsliding. Backsliding means to slide backwards. Hallelujah. It means to slide backwards. So when you slide backwards as a Christian, it's a Bible phenomenon called backsliding. Amen. And we've looked at what it means. We've looked at the causes. What causes backsliding? Every sickness has what causes it. Every sickness has a cause. Of course, we have some sicknesses which we call idiopathic sicknesses which ha have no cause. Maybe we can't attribute that to witches. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Ne? Good. We've also looked at um, the, the psychology of backsliders. How backsliders think. There's a certain thought pattern that helps you to backslide. One of it is that I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. If you write exams, you don't pass. You become happier when you notice that a lot of people didn't pass. You are not the only one who failed. Do you see it? Uh -huh. So backsliding is also like that. Once you realize that you are not the only one. Or backsliders think they are not the only people doing what is wrong. Do you get it? And it gives a certain comfort and a certain solace. So you just go with it. All right? Then we looked at what again? Symptoms. So we started to look at symptoms. Symptoms mean signs. Signs. So you can call this message how to identify backsliding in me. Not in your neighbor. Not in your friend. Not in your landlord. In you and in myself. All right? Yeah. So title it well so that anytime you look at it, you know that God is backsliding in yourself. Amen. Great. So last week we saw a few of the signs. And I said, we use signs to detect backsliding because backsliding is what? Insidious. Yeah, you can't easily see it. You can't notice it. So if you don't use signs, if you are trying to look for backsliding itself, before you know you are backsliding, you would have backslidden. Do you get you would have you will be fully blown before you notice that I've backslidden. Do you see it? It's just like, it's backsliding is a thing of the heart. Do you see it? So, before we know what is happening in your heart, we have to open your heart and go inside to find it. Now, if we have to go through that process, we can even kill you in the process of trying to find out what is wrong with your heart. Do you see it? So, we have to use signs. Signs that are outside. Because when there's something in your heart... It reflects outside. Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, how do you know what is in the heart? You know by what the mouth says. Amen. You know by what the mouth says, what is inside the heart. So, when you listen to people talk, you know what is in their heart. Hallelujah. Those of you who have been in relationships, successful and unsuccessful ones, you will see that 
when the brother said, I love you, didn't open his heart to see inside to check. I want evidence, inner evidence to know. But you, you, you went by what he said or what she said. Do you see? So out of the abundance, or a Nigerian man will say, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. <laughs> the abundance. Tell your neighbor, abundance. Uh-huh. So... I'm surprised you are not putting the scripture up there. God. (laughs) Do you get it? So the same with backsliding. We can't tell unless we use signs. So I'm showing all of us these signs so that as soon as we see them, we do something about, about it. Now, the other thing too is that because backsliding is a state of the art, of the heart, not the art, the state of your heart, you, the things they make you do, they are not things you can control. Do you see? So when you are backsliding, you can't pretend. Do, do you see? They are not things you can. When, 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 I mean, there are, are four wonderful things. There are three wonderful wonders in the Bible. Yeah, four of them. One of them is a snake on a wall. Do you see? Another one is that a man with a woman. It's, 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 it's a dichotomy you cannot understand. Do you get You can't easily see when a man is in love. I mean, oh, it's not a simple thing. They can't come from um, Harigwala to church, but they can go from here to Mpumalanga. Yes, that's, that's, that's love for you. I said they can't come from Harigwala to church, but they can go from here to Impumalanga and come back. Out of love. Out of love. Out of love. Yeah, out of the abundance of love. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They can't give an offering of 50 rands, but they can buy you lunch for 200 rands. Out of the abundance. Yeah, yeah. You get it. So, the things that you do, you can't control. And it's good you can't control them. So that the signs will be clear for us to see. So that we can change. I prayed for somebody just recently. The person was going for a surgery. And when the person went, I prayed for the person. The person was afraid to go for it. I prayed for them. When the person went, they found out that they were removing a lamp. When they removed the lamp, they found out that the lamp was cancerous. Do you get it? But the good thing is that it was only the lamp. It had not spread outside the lamp. So when they took out the lamp, they took out the cancer. Now, if the lamp didn't come for them to take it out, the cancer would have spread to so many places before we realized that the person has cancer and then boom, we'll be sitting here and then the cancer will kill the person. Do do you understand? Uh So it's good that the signs are there so we can see. So don't fight with the sign. The first sign we saw was bad, evil company or bad company. When you start backsliding, you start keeping bad company. Bible says evil communication corrupts good manners. So you start keeping evil, evil, evil like bad company. Do you see it? Because the, the people who, let's say, like I used drinking last week. You have stopped drinking. 
you can't be, and you, you now start to drink again. You start to roll with your drunkard friends. You will not be comfortable among these people who are only speaking in tanks and they only drink water. Do you get it? So uh, immediately you don't feel comfortable here. So you, you start mixing here. Do you see it? Uh-huh. And I said, you, and you can't help it. Do you see? You can't help it that, okay, I'm going to stay with those who are speaking in tongues so that I look like everything is okay and I drink water. Meanwhile, you know that water doesn't work for you. You you understand? So you will start to roll with that crowd. And the Bible says, walk with the wise and you shall be wise. And walk with the foolish and then your, 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 your imagination is as good as mine. Abundance. You see, your imagination is as good as mine. So we talked about today, fortunately, the prophet led us to pray for, about good friends. To have good friends who give us good advice. May you have good friends. I said, may you have good friends who will give you good advice. May you have good friends who will give you good advice. Hallelujah. We also said another sign of backsliding is stubbornness. Nobody wakes up from their house and asks me, I want to be stubborn. I want to be callous. I want to be unruly. I want to be uncontrollable. Nobody, nobody is like that. But when you start backsliding, your heart, because it starts from the heart, so your heart changes. Your heart hardens. Maybe you have a heart of flesh. Now it becomes a heart of stone. It becomes callous. Look for the meaning of the word callous. It becomes hardened. So anything that goes in cannot go in. So it rejects everything. It fights everything. It opposes everything. So then you, you just, you just, it makes you have a stubborn attitude. Everything we tell you, no. What you are supposed to say yes to, you say no. What you are supposed to say no to, you say Yes. Yeah, never yield, never bend, never agree, never flow, never follow. A backsliding beloved will always say no to what he must say yes to. What do I mean? Her heart has turned away from you. When her heart turns away from you, oh, come and visit me, no. Cut the oranges into four, I want to cut it into eight. Meanwhile, if you are cutting it into eight, you will get to four before eight. No, I can keep cutting. <laughs> I'll even put in more effort to disobey what you are saying. There are some Christians who put in more effort to disobey God. More effort. Yesterday, I was teaching somebody how to um, play golf. And I was, I was telling them that the way you know you are doing the right thing it's when you use less effort. When you do play, so you just watch, play a couple of shots, and stay with the one that you, it's like almost you were almost not thinking about it. And you just kept beautiful. Then that's a good shot. After a while, the person agreed with me that oh, it's true. I didn't even ask. Do you agree? I was there, and they said ah. The one I played, I didn't make much effort. I said that's what I've been telling you from the beginning. In English, which you can't hear in Zulu. <laughs> Hallelujah. Proverbs 14, 14, Bible says, a backslider at heart. Uh-huh, callous. Hey. 
abundance. A thickened and hardened part of the skin. Is this the callous? Yeah, there's an O in the callous. But if it's even trying to say what it's supposed to say. It's like the thing thickens and hardens. It's like it becomes like an alligator skin. Yeah, yeah. Alligator, abundance of alligator skin. We also talked about stubbornness. Then we talked about overconfidence. When you are backsliding, you become overly confident. Yeah, humility leaves you. You become overly confident. Number four, we talked about what? Looking back. Oh, how I miss Jamie. How I miss Jojo. How I miss Jack. How I miss Jim. Where did Jim take you? Heartbreak after heartbreak. Waking up at places that you, call, you can't remember how you got there. Yeah. Where did Jim take you? I said, where did Jim take you? I don't want to use it now. It's technical. Where did he take you? So, let's go. And then number five. We said what? Christian surprises. Surprise. Surprise. All right. First Peter 3 verse 6. The Bible tells us that. Let's look at about three, four signs today and then we can continue. Are you in a rush? Okay, so let's, let's look at a few signs. First Peter 3 verse 6. The Bible says, Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Those of you who don't want to call your husband Lord. The Bible is saying that the prototype of a wife, she obeyed her husband and called him Lord. Hmm? Whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with amazement. Amazement means surprises. Surprises. Now, many Christians get surprised when they come into the church and things happen. They become surprised. Now, the church of God is not a perfect church and doesn't have perfect members. Why, 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 does, why is the church of God not a perfect church? Because you are in the church. Because I'm in the church and you are also in the church. We are not angels. So when you put us together, the church cannot be perfect. That's it. If there were only angels, spoo, spoo, right? If we were only angels, the church would be perfect. But you know you are not an angel. Where are your wings? Do you see? And I'm not an angel because I ain't got wings. Do you get it? Even if I drink Red Bull, still. So the church is not perfect. And we in the church are also not perfect. So in an imperfect church, in an imperfect world, people make mistakes in the church. But many people get so surprised when people make mistakes in the church. It's what we call Christian surprises. Of course, things must surprise you because things are sometimes surprising. But some Christians get overly surprised. 
when somebody makes a mistake in the church. Overly surprised. Too surprised. Too surprised that they can't even control what happens to them. Listen, the best way I can explain surprise to you is like epilepsy. It's like a shock. Some people get so sorry, they freeze. Epilepsy. When it comes, the person is so shocked. He loses control of himself. So even if there's fire, they can fall into fire. If they get the, the epilepsy uh, episode on the street, they can just fall down and a car can roll over them. That's what happens to Christians who are overly surprised at things. Yes, things will surprise, but as soon as they surprise you, you organize yourself and you regain consciousness and you start to move on. You are going to stay in a state of shock for one year. You may not make it. You may get into danger before the one year is over. Yeah, and many people backslide when they are in shock. When something happens and they shock. One, one lady, she backslid and she wrote to me. After some time, she wrote to me. And she said to me that the reason why she backslid and then subsequently left the church was she was surprised that what she knew her unbeliever friends to do, the things that happened with the unbelievers. She was surprised that when she got born again, she came into Christ. The same thing was happening in Christ. And she was so shocked. And the shock led her out. She was so shocked. The same thing said, I mean, it's like now my born again friends, then now my unbeliever friends. The same thing these people were doing, that's the same thing these ones are also doing. Now, the church is full of people who have come from the world into the kingdom. But the world has not gone out of all of them. I say it again. The church is full of people who have come from the world into the kingdom of God. But the world in them, not all has gone out. Not all has gone out. Not all has gone out. So the world is still in some of them. I watched a movie one day. There was somebody in the movie. He kept saying, I trust every man. It's the devil in them that I don't trust. <laughs> he said, I trust every man. It's just the devil inside of them that I don't trust. <laughs> Yeah, so you may be in the church and expect that's for the church. If you leave your mobile phone on the chair, nobody will take it. Look, not everybody in the church has faith, okay? Paul said, not all men have faith. Yeah, not everybody in the church has faith. If you leave your phone, just as if you leave your phone in a taxi. You won't come and meet it. The same way if you leave your phone in the church after church, you, it will be lost. Anytime I'm in church, I make sure that my eye is on my phone and my wife. Yeah. I mean, as for my children, no problem. But my, my phone <laughs> and my wife. Because if you make a mistake, you come, somebody has taken it. In the church. Remind me to tell you another story about someone, a lady who also backslid. I'll tell you now. Yeah. You see, you, if, if you don't believe my message, we can test it. 
empty your wallet on your chair and go home and come. You know, if you like, if you like, let's, 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 do it. let's just try. Do you get, just put, don't put too much, 200 rands and go home and come. In the church, not in town, in the church. An angel will come for it. I trust every man. It's the devil inside of them that I don't trust. Yeah. So, so many Christians, when it happens, they be, you came to church and your iPad got lost. You are so shocked. You are shocked for about four or five weeks you will backslide. Because they stole your iPad in church. Me, I bought tablets for my children many years ago. Stole all of it. Guess what? It was never stolen anywhere. It was stolen in church. In church. Not in town. In church. Those days, back in the days when Dick's Bible was, was, was on. My first Dick's Bible. It was stolen in church. Yeah, and the person who's going to read it is going to read it to be spiritual. <laughs> yeah. Ah, one day we were in church when Bishop's Bible was stolen. The Bible that he had just finished preaching with. <laughs> the Bible that he has just finished preaching to all of us with. He came from the stage, put it on his chair, was sitting on the stage talking to people. The next thing we saw, where's my Bible? Please bring my Bible. We couldn't find Bishop's Bible. <laughs> Same to Bishop Saki. <laughs> yeah, in the church. But some of us are so shocked. And we are shocked forever. And I said, when you go into a state of shock, in that time, you don't control what happens to you. So by the time you realize, boom, you are gone. Another lady. She had backsliding. She left the church, everything. One day I was traveling and I met her at the airport. And I asked her, why did you leave the church? Because we were so close. We were all happy together. She said, pastor. Hmm. The church of God. Oh. Hmm. She said, pastor. My best friend. My beloved, my, my beloved, and I was not a, maybe my boyfriend and I, we had a few issues. So we, did, we decided to take a short break. We decided to take a break. And the break had gone for about three weeks. Three weeks. By the, by the time we got to the fourth week, he was in a relationship with my best friend. Who's in the church? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the church. I mean, as I was coming to church with her, best friend, everything. It's like she was in a relationship with, a two-month-old relationship with her. Oh, no, sometimes people break up one month. Then you find out they are in a six-month relationship with somebody else. Six-month-old relationship <laughs> with somebody else. It's just like the timing. Yeah, there's a complication about the timing, but yeah. He said, I was so surprised. And then I would come to church on Sunday and see this, my best friend in the church receiving blessings. When the pastor said, Receive it. He said, When you, he said, When you say, Receive it, I receive it, Papa. Receive it, I receive it. 
When I come and I see her, I'm so shocked. I'm so shocked that what we were doing in the world is being done in the church. At a point, I said, no, I can't take it anymore. And I, I stopped coming to church. I decided to join some other church, but by the time I realized, I stopped going to church. Completely surprised. Look, these things happen in the church. If you are sitting next to your beloved, sit well. Sit well. Sit well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't take chances. Or else you'll be totally surprised when something like this happens. Church leaders also make mistakes. That's why the Bible says, do not be afraid with any amazement. Don't be in a state of shock. When church leaders make mistakes, sometimes, oh, you are a shepherd and you have done this. You are a pastor and you have done How many of you have, heard, have not heard so many stories? Pastor done this, pastor done It happens. When the Bible says a pastor must not be greedy for filthy lucre, which is money, it means that pastors are, can be greedy or filthy lucre. That's what it means. Or have been greedy for filthy lucre. So when a pastor makes a mistake, you are being in shock. Ah, I mean, you are, you are comatose in the shock. For, forever comatose. Do you understand comatose? It means you are in a coma. You are comatose. <laughs> because a church leader has made a mistake. It happens. Get over it and move forward. It happens. Can you imagine when David, the leader of Israel, the anointed cherub of Israel, leader of Israel, he went to sleep with somebody. He first went to watch pornography. The Bible says that when it was time for men to go to war, and David is not a woman, David is a man. So it was time for David to go to war. He did not go to war. That's the first mistake. So when it was time for everybody to go to church, he didn't go. Time for everybody to join flow prayer, he didn't go. He was at his balcony. He looked there. Then he saw a lady taking her bath, which means he changed his TV channel to where they were showing or he switched his phone to bigmama.com or blackmambers.org yeah the, the kino the priest of Israel he switched his channel to bigmama blackmambers.com where there is abundance of it. When he saw it, he said, you, 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 you. Instead of changing the channel to Super Sports 3, he stayed there and he zoomed in. 
then he put it on slow motion. Like Matrix. By the time he realized, he had ended up fornicating with somebody's wife. Can you imagine the shock? Can you imagine the shock? The guy who played, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Can you imagine? Yeah, is it for me? Okay. Can you imagine? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. All the anointed messages that he, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I fear? When the wicked, even my enemies on my foot, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and they fought. Oh, the same guy. Do and host you and cap around me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired that I may, that guy. The guy who killed Goliath for God, that guy. The guy who killed a lion with his hand, that guy. The guy who killed a bear, that guy. Same guy. The guy who, when people had demons, he will play his harp and the demons will leave them, that guy. That guy. That guy. The one the Bible says, this is a man after my own heart, that guy. His mistake didn't end there. He even now killed the person who was the owner of the wife. Yeah, that guy. Can you imagine the shock? The shock that the people had. The shock that the leaders had. So it happens. If it has happened in the Bible, then it happens. But we are shocked for three days. Let's move on. We are shocked for nine months. We are shocked for one month. Let's move. The longer you stay in the state of shock, the more likely you are about to make a mistake. Because when you are in shock, you don't control the things that you do. You don't control it. You are not able to, you, you are not able to control yourself. Can you imagine Joab and Co, the shock that they had? Can you imagine the many times that uh, David had taught them do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that, do this, don't do that. Then suddenly, he has gone to do the same thing that he was saying that nobody should do. Can you imagine the shock that they had? But if they were staying in the shock, they would all go astray. You just want to have a pity party till December. Why? One thing that happened, I told you the two stories. Were you not shocked at the stories I told you? It's like, the best friend was in a two-month-old relationship with their beloved after they had broken up for just one month. They were not even, they were on a break. Yeah. 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 Do you get it? So, when, when a surprise comes, yes, we will all be hit by it, but buckle up and move on. Buckle up and move forward. Buckle up and move forward. Or you will create a, you will cause a blunder, you will be shocked. You will cause a blunder, you will be shocked. Another thing that surprises Christians is when you pray and God doesn't answer your prayer. God chooses not to answer that prayer. Especially if somebody is sick, your auntie, your mother, your brother, some serious person to you is sick and you believe God and you pray. And then the person doesn't make it. 
Christians become so surprised, become so angry with God. Hey! Oh, I've seen it. You see, one of the things you should know, I've done this thing for a long time, so I see the things. One girl, she told my wife and I, God let my grandmother die. So I don't want to serve God. Look, this girl has one of the best and strongest voices you can ever hear. Yeah, she said, no. God killed my grandmother. Or God let my, when my grandmother was sick, I prayed. God didn't answer. When God chooses not to answer your prayer, that's it. That's it. It's like we are even offended. God, I had a story recently. I don't want to even tell you that story. Because it's in, it's in Hebrew, so you won't understand. Yeah. So surprised. Brother, get over your shock. Sister, get over your shock. These things happen. They happen in the church. The church of God. They happen. They happen. These things happen. You have been shocked for too long. They happen. They happen. These things happen. It's, that's, how, that's, that's how the church of God is. If you are going to sit in a state of shock forever. I did, you know, pastor, what breaks my heart about all this is that I didn't expect that somebody like this will do such a thing. Somebody like what? We are human beings. Pastors are human beings. Pastors are human beings. Body is not a firewood. Body is a body. Have you heard that famous Chinese saying, body no be firewood? Yeah, but body is not a bright wood. It's a flesh. When it's cold, today we are all feeling cold. I'm also feeling cold. The fact that I'm not wearing a jersey like you doesn't mean I'm not feeling cold. I'm just trying to... I'm just flexing like I do. My skin doesn't feel cold. My skin is callous, hardened and thick. It's not true. I also feel cold. There's a heater somewhere. Yeah, yeah you can see it at home, but there's a heater somewhere. make mistakes. Stop acting so shocked that you throw away your Christian life. Ah! Aibo, when you make a mistake, we don't act shocked. <laughs> ah. When you make a mistake, the last time you appeared and your eyes were glistering and shining. We just flowed as though we used all the anointing in us to flow. Why is it that when <laughs> you are so shocked, you have started throwing the toys out of the, the pram, throwing all the toys out, because I mean, you are I. Meanwhile, when you made a mistake, we didn't throw the toys out. You have thrown the toys out. You have even thrown the feeding bottle out. What are you going to eat when you are hungry? What are you going to eat when you are hungry? At least if you throw away the toys, keep the feeding bottle. Because that's where the food is. But you have thrown away even the feeding bottle. Now you are left with only the dummy. When you are hungry, you put the dummy in your mouth. 
Christian surprises. Christian surprises. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Don't be surprised that I'm talking about Christian surprises, okay? Number two. <laughs> Number two. When you are backsliding, you become easily offended. One of the signs is that you become easily offended. Easily. Easily offended. When you see someone who is very touchy, easily hurt and offended, you are looking at a potential backslider. It means the person has started backsliding. I'll explain to you in the language you understand. You see, when people are in love, fresh, fresh. Because I told you backsliding is a state of the heart. Do you get it? When they are in love at first, you will see that, oh, nothing offends them. See, oh, your head is like a coconut. It's like a coconut. I don't know why I'm going this way. Let me come this way. Let me be in the camera. I don't know why. Let me. Your head is like a coconut. Then you'll be smiling. <laughs> oh, silly. Oh, whatever. You are silly. Don't say that. Silly. Oh, silly. Ah. Oh, silly. Ah. She just told you that your head is like a coconut. And your response is, oh, silly. Because the heart is warm, it's filled with love, it's fill, filled with affection. But when the love dries up, and she says that your head is like a coconut, you will say, what do you mean by that? You demon-possessed lady. I will slap the devil out of you. It's the devil in you that is causing this thing. Yeah. How many of you see that what I'm saying is true? Yeah. When you are in love, oh, you will come to church, who will say this, oh, you will not know you are okay. Who will say this, you will laugh. You, you will even be explaining to other backsliders that, why are you so uptight? Why are you so stiff? Why are you so touchy? Small thing, then you are hurt. Small thing, then you are offended. You will be explaining to them. Because the love is there. The love is there. Bible says, in the last days, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. They shall betray one another and they shall hate one another. Yeah, when the love wax dry, when, when there's no more love, that's when you will see. They now be, you begin to deal with rules and regulations. Yeah, rules and re regulations. You are like FIFA, rules and regulations. Love is gone. You quote to us Article 14, Section 21, Subsection 2.3. Deadline in the fourth paragraph. Yeah. 
Do you remember many years ago, there was a guy called Jacob Zuma. And that guy had a sidekick called Julius Malema. Julius Malema. And then they wanted to take out a villain called Tabo Mbeki. One of their allies was called Fikile Mbalula. They ran Tabo Mbeki out of office. Although he said he was an African, they took him out of office. <laughs> and their, their, their romance or their bromance continued. Then the stars came around. Jacob Zuma and Julius Malay. One of Julius Malema said, I will kill for Jacob Zuma. What a bromance. Yeah, until one day, Frankenstein's creation turned against him. The love waxed dry. And Julius Malema ran Tabombegi ran Jacob Zuma out of power. Yeah, and still hunting Jacob Zuma up to today. But when the love was there, he said, I'll kill for Jay-Z. Now he wants to kill him. Somebody said, I didn't say it, please. <laughs> yeah. We, I, look, when the things change, now you could say, pay back the money. Pay back the money. Pay back the money. Constant. Yeah. So when, 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 you, are, when you, you start backsliding, this is it. You be, it's, it's, everything offends you. From the time um, Floyd Shibambo, Julius, Julius Malema were sacked from the ANC, from the youth league, everything Jacob Zuma did, they were against it. Everything. Had Zuma changed? No, his haircut still the same. Had not changed. Still the same songs and everything. With the spear of the nation, but the heart of Julius had changed. It's the same way. The same when your heart changes and you're on the backs, everything offends you. When the pastor preaches, it offends you. When he doesn't preach, it offends you. Yeah. When they sing, it offends you. When they don't sing, it offends you. That's it. Look, mercy for you if you have such a person as a wife. Always complaining. Why did you come home at this time? Where have you been? Who is on the phone? What is the phone? Why are you using Huawei instead of Samsung? Where is it? Like that constant, every day. Every day. It's like a, Look, as a husband, you apologize. Ah, you'll be tired. Every day. Every day you'll be apologizing. Yeah. Every day. When you marry a husband like that, mercy for you. I, that's what I don't even want to say. That's worse. Touchy. In the church also you have people like that. It's the love. The love has waxed cold. The love has waxed cold. They are on a trail. They are on a backsliding trail. So 
nothing offends them in the church. Or everything offends you in the church. Everything. Things that you used to smile at. Things that you used to be happy with. No longer make you happy. It's like somebody who's sick and has lost appetite. Yeah. The food that excites you doesn't excite you anymore. It rather offends you. It rather makes you angry. The smell of it irritates you. When you smell it, you, you want to throw up. That's how it is. Before, when pastor calls you, you are excited. Now, when you see his number, you want to say something, but I can't say it in the service. So you, you control yourself. Hello, pastor. Hmm. Number three. Today, I've not said much. I'm going to about 14. Why am I so slow? So check, check your offense meter. I said, check your offense meter. Check your offense meter. Is it, is it high? If it's high, it's a revelation of your heart. Yeah, check. Is it in red? Is it in a, 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 a hot spot? Or is it, is it an offense hot spot? Check it. You must. Check it. Before everything excites you. Even when you are shouted at, it excites you. But now, even a correction that is not for you, you can get offended at it. Yeah. Can get, can get offended. And surprisingly, the next sign is getting angry when you are offended, when, when you are corrected. That's sign number three for today. Anger at correction. Anger. 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 I can't even find it in my book, but I'll find it. Anger at correction. There are some people you can't correct them anymore. When you start backsliding, you cannot be corrected. Because when you are corrected, you get angry. Now, correction is in two stages. When you correct somebody, or let me read the scripture first. Let the scripture talk for us. Proverbs 9. It says, reprove the scorner. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. I was saying that correction is usually in two parts. First, you correct a mistake that somebody has made. Then you watch their attitude. If their attitude is bad, you correct their attitude as well. Pastor Zos. You do something that's not right. Pastor corrects you. That's phase one. If you make a face, we have to face the face away. That's it. We have to face the face away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, small correction, we corrected you. Go to the kitchen, you are slamming the uh, cupboard. We say, you didn't do the dishes. You say, hey. Go and do the dishes. You go to the kitchen. You hear grind, grind, grind. The kitchen, bang, bang. You see, it's like the cutlery and the plates and the glasses are fighting. Hey. I mean, you are trying to tell us that next time you tell me to go and do the dishes, I'll break them. So, we come and correct that attitude as well. Yeah, then it's a complete correction. 
But when somebody has a good heart, they may even have a bad attitude after you correct them. When you correct the attitude, they change their attitude. Because sometimes people have an attitude because from home, they have not been told what to do. They've not been corrected. Their parents have been saying, well done, well done. I know a lady, she wrote an exam. <laughs> and she got 35% or something like that. And the teacher wrote on her report, well done. You go, girl. When I saw it, I said, Chineke, well done for what? Well done for what? I rebuke her up to today. <laughs> yeah, but some people have grown up. That, that is what this 30% 30, 30 pass does to us. Because you are just used to a little effort, then you are through. When you get to university, they say 50% is passed, then you have a cultural shock. <gasps> yeah, that's how it is. For one year, you are in shock till they expel you, they, they, they exclude you. Yeah, which is backsliding from the university anyway. Because you are in shock. At my school, they used to ask me for 30. When I get 35, they write... You go, girl. Now I've come here. I've got you 49. You say I should rewrite the exam. Write yeah. yeah. post in the church. You are not. Let me not come to even post. <laughs> yeah. Hello? So when your heart is now somewhere, you cannot be rebuked. You cannot be corrected. Many of us cannot be corrected, so now we have to correct you from the pulpit. And say it in a general way. Use trees, leaves, and plants to say it and hope that through the metaphor, you see, through the metaphor, you will get it. Yeah. So through, through the metaphor, you will get a literal explanation. Yeah. Because nobody can talk to you. Nobody can correct you. Nobody can tell you that your attitude is bad. Your attitude as a student is bad. The outcome of such an attitude is complete failure. You don't like going to school. Anytime we talk about school, your facial expression changes. You leave home, you say, I'm going to school. You never go to school. You have about three types of timetable. One is with your friend. One is at your house. And one is the real timetable. When you have school in, on the timetable, the one in your house, you have a free period on the one at your friend's place. So you leave your house, then you go to your friend's place. When he looks at the test, oh, oh, free period, okay. Then when it's lessons, that's the time you are free then at home. Then you go home. When it's exam time, you disappear. You disappear. I mean, you cannot be found by anybody, living or dead. Cannot find you. Yeah, meanwhile, you, are, you, are, you have gone. We know that you have gone to write the exam. So they can't find you at home. Neither can they find you at school. Say it to you, you get angry. The Bible says, reprove a scorner. He will hate you. Many people don't like correction. So when you correct them, they say, oh, no. Why are you correcting me? I'm going back to the world. I'm going back to the world. Going back to Zion. Zion, they don't correct me. They, they just wear a star and go forward. That's all. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So you, you, you begin to fight correction. Yeah, when they are corrected, harsh. When you are corrected, hey. When you are corrected, you cannot be corrected. You react, you are reactionary towards correction. Backsliding hearts are the, are the cause of long meetings, never ending discussions and long meetings. Meetings that never come to an end. One issue that is talked about forever can never be concluded. There cannot be any conclusion on that issue because of reactions. And in the state of the heart, I say the state of the heart, you will just go that way. So watch. How do you react when you are corrected? How do you react? I know a lady, one day she was misbehaving in the church. The pastor corrected her. She walked out of the church. Walked out of the church. I mean, walked out. I mean, church members like to threaten pastors with, I'll leave the church. Yeah, there's the toy toy. We are leaving the church. <laughs> Number four. I want to reach for in the next five minutes. <laughs> the fourth one is three points put together. Okay. Allowing the chokers of the word to prevent the word from becoming fruitful. Mark 4.19. Allowing the chokers of the word. You see, when, when your heart is... Is, 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 is warm and is fresh. You want to be fruitful. Now, when you start backsliding, what happens is that you allow the chokers. The cho what are the chokers? The cares of this world. I explained to you on Sunday. That's why I don't want to spend my time. The cares of this world, like your school, your work, your children, all the things you are doing, you make it now choke the word. Deceitfulness of riches. Let's work hard. Let's be rich. The last of you allow all these things to make the word, they, to choke the word and make the word unfruitful. So suddenly you have become busy. I said, suddenly you have become busy, even you don't attend church. Suddenly you have become you have become so busy in this world. The same world you were in last year. Suddenly you have become overly busy. You don't have time for church. Suddenly. And you convince yourself, oh, I'm busy with this. I'm That's what the Bible is saying. The curse of the world. The, the curse of, they are not even evil. It's like the things we have to do in this world. The deceitfulness of riches and the last or other things. They enter in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. But when you are on fire for God, you are able to balance the cares of this world, balance the search for riches, balance the, the last, balance all the things you are doing and make time for God. You are able to balance all these things. Sometimes even the pastor will be saying, it's okay, go home. He so we are not going now. Then you will tell me, wobba whoops. Yeah. Wobba whoops. Suddenly, the same Wobba Wops prime minister. He said, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. We ain't got time, we ain't got time, we ain't got time. We got something to do, we got something to do, we got something to do. Choke us on the word. Number five. The final one, I want to close with this one. Let's, let's read the scripture so that we can encourage ourselves. It's having 
a weak or a bad conscience or a poor quality conscience. When you start backsliding, you develop a weak or a poor quality conscience. First Timothy chapter number one, verse number 19 and 20. It says, holding faith in a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. I read it again before you go to 20. It says, holding faith and a good conscience, which some people have put away. So they put away faith and a good conscience. And what did it lead to? A shipwreck. Shipwreck is the ship got an accident. It couldn't go again. Then look at verse 20. It says, of whom is Hanenius and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. <laughs> Do you have NLT? Do you? If you don't, let me go on. Okay. Who has NLT? Do you have NLT? Please read it for us. Read it in your microphone, your Zulu mic. I'm closing. I'm closing in five minutes. First Timothy 1.19. Good. Cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences. As a result, their faith has been shipwrecked. Hymenius and, and Alexander are two examples. I threw them out and handed them over to Satan so that so they might learn not to blaspheme God. I think this B version is also good. Please put it back. Elvidella, read it for us. Read the B version for us. Yes. Verse 19. Yes. Keeping faith and being conscious of well-doing. Keeping faith and being conscious of well-doing. For some, For by some. not doing these things. By not doing these things. Have gone wrong in relation to the faith. Have gone wrong in relation to the faith. No, be at 19. You see, it says keeping faith. Now, have gone wrong to the faith, in relation to the faith. It means they have gone wrong in their Christian life. This is not in faith. In the faith. The faith means our Christian life. 20. Verse 20. Such are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have given up to Satan, so that they may say no more evil words against God. So the question is, what is a good conscience? What does he mean, verse 90, what does he mean by holding faith? And a good conscience. Faith, we know what faith is. What holding on to what you believe in. Holding on to what you believe. Don't change your belief suddenly because of because. Yeah. When my children were younger, if you ask them something, they say because. Then you say, because what? Because. <laughs> yeah, because, because. Yeah, why? Why did you two? Because. 
They say, because what? Because. I mean, I'm surprised you don't know what because is. Because, because. So don't change your faith. Because, because. Yeah. A good conscience, your conscience is that part of you that is, is like it always pricks you when you are going to do something evil. Whether you are a Christian or you are not. When you are going to do something evil, that small part that, hey, don't do it. Oh, don't do it. That part is your conscience. When your conscience is strong, that voice is louder and it keeps you away from evil. But when your conscience is weak, that voice becomes it lowers, it lowers, it lowers until you can't hear it anymore. Until you can't hear it anymore. When a Christian is backsliding, that voice begins to disappear. The sign that the Christian is backsliding is that that voice begins to disappear. So they hear it less and less. So they are going to do something that is wrong, but their conscience doesn't correct them. It doesn't prick them. And the more you do evil things, the more hardened you become. The more hardened you become in it, because the voice goes down. Your conscience becomes seared with iron. It's like it becomes so hardened. So you don't hear again that this thing is wrong. Before, you used to always, as soon as you want to, hey, what will mommy say? Oh, what will daddy say? Oh, what does God think? Then you relax. But as soon as you stop, this, you start disobeying it gradually. And your disobedience of it comes out of a type of heart. That is the backsliding heart. The voice begins to go down. It begins to go down. It begins to, now you begin to feel okay with it. Yeah. When people get born again at first, if they go and make a mistake, let's say, for example, let's use fornication. They go and for, when they come to church, they'll be feeling bad. When they come, they can't even do anything. They are just at the back, quiet. When you say, oh, I want you to go and sing in the worship. I say, oh, no, today I'm not in the mood. Then they are there. After they've done it for some time, their conscience becomes so hardened and so poor. They can go and fornicate and they'll be singing on the stage with their fornication partner. Yeah, yeah. They'll be worshiping on the stage with the one they are fornicating with. And they can do a move, do one of those moves. Then they will bam, boom, with their fornication partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now their conscience don't prick them. They don't fear God anymore. It's like your palm. When you are born, usually your palm is soft. As you are going, if you have not done a lot of rigorous and hard work with your hands, your palm is all soft. But when you start to do hard work with your hands, after some time, you see your palm is hardened. Very hard. Yeah, that's what Carlos means. Yeah, so if you want to know whether the lady has been working hard, just shake her hands and see. You never know. Brothers, just a handshake, and when you shake, feel it and see. It will reveal something to you. Perhaps she can't, hey, look, she, she doesn't cook. She cannot cook. <laughs> yeah, all she can do is fingernails. Yeah. Hallelujah. We're just about to close. Don't panic. We're closing in a minute or two. Always make sure your conscience are good. You have a good conscience so that God by his spirit can be prompting you every now and again. Every now and again. Every now and again. Because look, pastor won't be there all the time. 
I mean, how many times since I saw you on Sunday, this is the next time I'm seeing you. So the whole of Monday, pastor, it's not there. How God controls you and keeps you in check and keeps you doing the right is through that conscience. When that conscience is seared, then now you are left on your own to do what you don't want to. I pray that we will use these signs to guide ourselves and to help ourselves. If you find any of these, these things about you, it means that God is trying to deliver you from that track. Get off it quickly so that you can be saved. I read verse 20 again. It says, such as Hanineus and Alexander, these people who, who have destroyed them, I've left them to Satan so that Satan will teach them not to speak evil about God again. Look, if God is teaching you not to speak evil about him and you will not listen, we leave you to Satan. Paul, this is Paul. Paul says, I have left these two guys. I don't know whether it's man or woman or man and woman, but I've left these guys. I'm to Satan. Yeah. May we develop our ability to stay as Christians by building a good conscience. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Oh, clap for the Lord. Clap for the Lord. I know the word is painful, but you clap for the Lord. Clap for the Lord. Just clap. Nobody will. Just clap. Wow. Father, lift your hands. Let's, Father, thank you for everybody who's here. Thank you for all them that are at home. I pray. Give us the grace. Open our eyes to see how this relates to us. And give us the grace to make the corrections that we need to make. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, strengthen us. Help us to fight this, this phenomenon and be victorious. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you are the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.